Bruce St. James. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Larry Gatos. Yeah, I vehemently disagree. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Speaking up for Arizona. Yeah, that's a total middle finger to the valley. I don't like it. Seriously, one more like that and I'm going to scream. Outspoken. KTAR News 92.3 and the KTAR News app. A new era in afternoons on KTAR. Welcome to Outspoken. With Bruce and Gatos, you really show. You brought some energy there. You're trying to keep up with Roller. I see you. Can we do a wellness check on Roller, who was almost dying at the end of that traffic report? <laughs> hey, Roller, are you okay? <laughs> hey, you know it's it, it, it's allergy season. It is allergy wow. season, and I got weeds all. You know, I'm trying to clear the weeds. I got oh, you know. For copy that. Well, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> we're just checking. We're right. gonna make sure you're all right. John Roller, KTAR News. There it is. Yeah. That was a replay. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, you know, Broomhead was uh, was on with him at eight fifty doing the big Q. He yeah. said he said his allergies are all terrible, and he uh, he and I sit at the same place here. He's uh, there's no doubt he's leaked all over this microphone. Leaked allergies. He's leaked. He's, his nose is probably leaked okay. all over this microphone today. So I'm haunted by that. Can I get for, for those of you suffering from allergies? I've had uh, I've had I've suffered. I have trouble with them. Yeah. I, I I have one thing, and my, my doctor had me do this, and it's helped me at times. Move. Uh, one is move. <laughs> By the way, people used to move here for you, you know, know. because they had allergies, yeah. and then all those people brought mulberry bushes with them. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I take one of those uh, allergy pills every day. Just I take like a vitamin. I take a, what is it, Zyrtec? Zyrtec is good. Take one every day. All right. All right, so here's the show today. You there's ready? A, there's a show today. Coming up in 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have Connor on the show. If you remember Connor, he was beaten by the Gilbert goons with brass knuckles hit in the back of the head split wide open and connor said you know what i'm going to get brass knuckles banned in the state of arizona it took it on as a as a, as a crusade yeah. a cause uh he got some help from senator john cavanaugh oh, yeah. we got the news today oh and we'll tell you that news oh, with connor the tease. coming up okay. in about seven or eight minutes because mom is going to join us she's furious i okay. spoke to her earlier today that's not the only news no. we have out of the Gilbert Goons. We've got the cover-up in Preston Lord. Yeah, there's. Uh, um, uh, it's going on as we speak. And one of the concerns now is we have a, would you call her a whistleblower? Absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, a woman, a former employee of a company who was, she says, an unwilling participant. Yeah. In a cover-up to shield one of these kids involved in the Preston Lord attack. One of the kids, apparently seen in the video, throwing punches, involved in some way, shape, or form. And she has been dragged into this by the boy's father. Yeah, she's got a lot to say. She talked to the Arizona Republic. You're going to hear some of this in a second. Yeah. Um, you'll you'll know the last name Renner. Yes, yeah, uh, you'll know they're, this last They're an interesting name. family. Uh, I wouldn't say interesting. I'd okay. say they're a bunch of criminals, okay. and they've raised two children who might go uh, to jail. So so you've heard this 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 uh, adult son, Kyler Renner, right, arrested in January, suspicion of being involved with gang attacks tied to the goons. He's the one. Have you seen that the, the picture they use of him? It looks like a... It's not it good. It's like a serial killer. I mean, right. it's, it's, a, it's a pretty scary uh, mugshot. Right. He also has a younger brother. Okay. And this is, I think, where the younger brother comes comes in. Correct. So Daddy Renner, okay? Yeah. So he owns this big company. Okay. 
Okay. And his, his in Chandler, in right? Chandler, right yeah. And his son uh, apparently was in on uh, the beating and killing of Preston Lord. Mm-hmm. So Daddy said, "Okay, I'm gonna. I'm a bit. I'm a. Uh, uh, you know, I got a big company. I got a lot of money." And so he tried to, and I'm putting up the air quotes, protect his son. Um, and that's not, he didn't really protect his son here. He tried to cover it up. Yeah. And that's what this whole new wrinkle of the Gilbert Goon story is about. Her name is Ashley Reynolds, and she was basically the executive assistant, uh, you know. To Daddy Renner. And she gets dragged into this um, and says. Because he says, you need to help me cover this up. You work for me. Help me manage the crisis is the terminology that, that she used as they tried to come up with some sort of plan, and then execute shielding the kid from the law. Yeah. Part of this is that um, the Arizona Republic says that uh, Daddy Renner and mm-hmm. something named Adam Kiefer. Yeah, business okay, partner. They're CEOs of Relentless Media Agency. Yeah. Okay. I'm not familiar with So what they did was they, they discussed, hey, our son is involved in killing Preston Lord, so let's bring him up to Sholo. Let's bring him up to our cabin because he has a hand injury. Like let him hide out. Yeah, let him heal. Let him heal his hand injury because you know, who knows? He may have broken his hand on Preston Lord while he was beating him. Well, and yeah, so we obviously can't, we can't have this. We can't have my son walking around, you know, with a broken hand. We've got to cover this up. So, well, it would immediately make him a suspect. Correct. So they openly discussed bringing, you know, the younger Renner uh, to a Sholo cabin long enough for hand injuries he sustained in the beating to heal and keep authorities from interviewing him. Mm. Like a lot of people are, are saying, yeah, you can go so far as a parent to protect your kid. But if your kid is involved in a murder Literally. and then you start trying to hide the fact that that's the case, here's the other wrinkle. Daddy Renner, he tried to blame it on another kid. Try, tried to, try to push he it tried off. Tried to push it off onto another kid. Um, I, I'm sure there's something illegal about that. Uh, I'm not a lawyer. I know you say you play one on the radio. You do. My brother's one, so I'm practically. But when you're trying to pin the murder yeah. on an innocent teenager, it makes you a piece of crap. Well, not only that, but but he then drags the the assistant in, basically. Right. And um, you want to hear from her? Yeah, she, she's speaking about this. All right. So here she is. She's a whistleblower. Uh, her name's Ashley, correct? Ashley Reynolds. Okay. All right. Here she is, Arizona Republic. I was torn up inside that, for one, I didn't even get an opportunity to choose whether I wanted to be involved in this. I was just expected to be involved in this, and it hurt me. A lot. Um, We had employees coming to me asking me. It was very traumatizing knowing that somebody had passed away at the hands of and that they were going to, you know, support him and and not turn him in and not talk. Um, I have boys of my own. They're younger, but I could imagine being a mom, losing a son and having people out there knowing what happened and not coming forward. She said that she was asked to, required to, told by her boss, dad in this case. Um, to do things like go into the electronic calendar on the computers and backdate things to make it appear that, um, that they were out of town. They were out of town. That they weren't around. She said that she was um, in the room for legal strategy sessions. They even were coming up with a way for Dad, Mister Renner, to divest himself from the company in case they faced lawsuits. Yeah, they were. They were about hiding what happened. Yeah. Um, 
trying to protect the youngest of the Renner uh, clan. Yeah. Uh, Who was involved in this in some way. Exactly. And so now we've got this as a part as part of the cover up. And I think we're going to find out a lot more. We've got, you know, listen, we got three hours. We're going to talk about this for uh, a good portion of the show. But she apparently feels bad that she had to deal with this. She didn't want to deal with it, if you believe her. Mm-hmm. She was in the middle of this whole thing. And then it all came to, I don't know, uh, a point where she goes, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, what we're doing is wrong. Um, and I'm done. And now I think she's getting sued pretty good. But you, there comes a point in your life where you've got to pick, you've got to be on the right side of we, something. There's right and wrong, right? I mean, there's there's no difference. We're going to continue to follow this story. And, and, you know, part of it is, too, connected to it, is the whole brass knuckles issue. And we're going to dig into that a little bit more because you might remember the Gilbert goons hit him in the head with brass knuckles. So he tried to get them banned in Arizona. Did he succeed? We're talking to him and mom. It's coming up next. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos right here on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. All right. So in the first segment, if you missed, if you're just joining us, we were talking about the cover up of Preston Lord's murder by the Gilbert goons. Mm -hmm. One father went to extreme measures. Uh, uh, Renner is is his name and his two kids were involved and there's a major cover-up and now we have a whistleblower who's come forward and has has said listen uh i know all about this cover-up let me tell you about it now there's some more news from the gilbert goons today okay okay so you'll notice that most of the gilbert goons um are cowards how well this is how i know they use brass knuckles and they go behind uh teens and hit them in the back of the head and we interviewed a couple of weeks ago Connor, who was attacked with brass knuckles by the Gilbert goons, and he decided, okay, I'm going to try and get brass knuckles banned in the state of Arizona. Okay. And Connor joined us. His mom Stephanie joined us. Uh, we got news today that this may this possible bill may be dead. Oh. So let's bring Stephanie on first, the mom of Connor, and then we're going to talk to Connor. On a KTAR, Stephanie, how are you today? Come on, I'm. I've had better days. Yes, feeling a bit disappointed and disgusted based on that. What what were you told? What were you told that this bill is dead? Your son has fought so hard for this, and then you get a phone call that this isn't going to this isn't going to go through. And you've got to be furious as a mom, but 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 also tell us why this this bill didn't go through. Well, Senator Kavanaugh called Connor this morning and explained that they had what is called a majority of the majority vote in the Senate. So because the Republicans hold the majority with 16 Republican senators, they did like this pre-vote, which isn't even officially recorded. And they did not have the support of at least nine Republican senators. So because of that, they are effectively killing the bill and it will not go to a full vote Mm. on the floor. And why? Why? Um, It seems that some outside lobbyist groups and those that are concerned with Second Amendment rights have got involved and um, are threatening to pull support or can't actively campaign against any Republicans who will support the, so the Second Amendment. So how, how did they bring the Second Amendment or how did he explain and equate the Second Amendment to brass knuckles? Second Amendment. 
It's the whole slippery slope discussion. Well, if you ban breast knuckles, it's going to lead to banning knives and banning guns. We are a pro-Second Amendment family. We are responsible gun owners. We believe that people should be able to defend themselves. But brass knuckles have no other purpose. They're not used in hunting. They're not used for any other purpose except for to inflict extra harm on people when fighting and We don't see it as a Second Amendment issue. Um, Stephanie uh, is joining us. She's the mom of Connor, who we'll talk to in a second. Connor was attacked with brass knuckles by the goons, tried to get brass knuckles banned. Looks like Republicans have said, no, we're not interested in that. You sound very emotional. Um, What what would this have meant to you? Your son really fought for this. I I am upset. Um, It was like the one piece of good that we were trying to turn a situation that was horrible and has impacted so many um, teens and what can we do to you know make a difference and to just have this quashed and not even get to the senate floor for a full vote is disheartening and and leaves me dumbfounded i i just i don't i've heard that it's hard to get bills passed and Senator Kavanaugh said that we could try again next session, and Connor said, well, I'm not going to stop. I believe that this is the right thing to do. So if that's what it comes to, then we're going to be right back there next session. All right, but, Stephanie, what, can we talk to Connor? Yes, he's okay. right here. All right, great. Hello. Connor, my friend, it's good to hear your voice again. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? You're a brave young man. I enjoyed talking to you a couple weeks ago. I think a lot of kids, if they had been attacked, especially with brass knuckles, I know if it were me and I was your age, I, I probably would have just done nothing and sat in my bedroom. You did the opposite. You went out and fought, and you tried to get brass knuckles uh, banned. Okay, so it didn't go your way today. It doesn't mean that it's dead. Uh, Bruce and I are here. We can put a lot of pressure on people. Um, tell me tell me how you're feeling because your mom's distraught, and I get it. Like, this is the one thing that you guys tried to make out of a good, out of a bad situation uh, and, and make a change for, for the better. So how are you dealing with this? Um, when I got the phone call, it was honestly hard to believe in it. Uh, it had me really almost emotional because this is the thing I've been fighting for for the last few months. And the amount of time, emotion, and effort I've been putting into this, it it it's really disheartening to see that a bill can just be killed due to a um, of a, a majority or majority vote. That's not even um, a, it's not even a full vote on the Senate floor. Right, not even an official vote. Right, sounds like money stopped yeah. them from or donations. Right, stopped them from from even going through with maybe we'll we'll vote. For did this. Senator Kavanaugh? I mean, along the way, did he did he tell you he thought this had a good chance? Was he he cautious along the way? What, what was because I know he called you this morning. I think that's a stand up move to say, listen, th- this isn't going to move forward. But kind of, what were you getting up until then? Um. He he told me he has a great rating with the NRA, and uh, in the beginning, he kind of said, like, he doesn't see any problems, and then uh, as kind of moving forward with it, we saw a few senators and a few people who kind of had problems with the slippery slope, right? and banning brass knuckles will 
lead to banning knives, which is completely not true. No. Yeah. Hey, um, hey Connor, um, before we get out of here, I think you should tell everybody what it feels like to get hit with these things. Oh, goodness. Because, no, I think it's important because, um, because we want to ban these things. They're, it is just a weapon for bad people. Bad people use this. No one is using brass knuckles to defend themselves. People use brass knuckles to sucker bunch people. And you got hit in the back of the head. Tell these lawmakers what it felt like. Um, at the time, I, I feared for my life. And I felt right after I got hit with them in the back of the head, I felt uh, blood gushing down my head and into my uh, sweater onto my back. And... I I honestly, in the moment, didn't know what my future was. I didn't know if I was going to be alive in the next few hours. Yeah. It's just, a, it's a terrible thing to happen. Wow. Connor, you're not going to give up, um, and we're not going to give up. Let us know how we can continue to help. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let us know what we can do. Uh, maybe we can put some of these lawmakers who, you know, nine Republicans who didn't think this was a good idea Let's get their names and let's start working on this, and and maybe we can figure out something together. And I'd like to hear what some of them come on and explain this. Yeah, they explain their vote. Yeah. Let, let's hear it. You know, that would be awesome. We also have a website called nobrassknuckles.org. Okay, that kind of if you sign, it shows support for the bill, and putting pressure on them would definitely mean a lot. We're on it, man. We're thank on you, it. Sir. Hey, thank your mom for us and Connor. Uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. You're a brave young man, and we appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Okay. Well, Stephanie and Connor. Connor was attacked with brass knuckles by the goons, tried to get them banned, and they wouldn't even vote on it. That bill died in the Senate without even a vote. Procedural vote killed it before it even got in front of the full uh, Arizona Senate. What do you do when you see a drunk driver on the road? And why do I feel guilty today? We're going to talk about it. It's Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos next up on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Hey, thank you so much for spending some time. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos as we roll through a Tuesday. I will not be with you tomorrow, Gatos. I know. You're getting... I'm uh, having a, not one, but two teeth yanked out, and you guys are making me nervous about it. Uh, you're two wisdom teeth and my, my biggest fear in life. That and kidney stones. Okay, I've had, I've had kidney stones. I've and seen I'm, it. Yeah, and I'm having the... By the okay. way, Becky, when we were doing election coverage years and years ago, Bruce yeah. comes in, and he, this is at night, and he leans over the console, and he goes, I'm not feeling right. <laughs> I thought I was dying. And he, had, he had a kidney stone. <laughs> kidney I, thought stone. I, I thought I was yeah. like, I, I like appendicitis. Yeah. I'm like, like you yeah. got to go to the, you got to go to the ER. I didn't. I went home, I laid on the floor. Oof. And then I drove myself to the ER. You'll, you'll be fine. You're getting a couple teeth pulled tomorrow. Okay. Come in and do the show. Be you'll, a man. Yeah, you'll be fine. Okay. You will. You yeah. will. The kidney stone was way worse. If you live through that, you'll live yeah, through that the is, teeth. Yeah, that's what I hear. Okay. All right. Anyway. Now, why do you feel so guilty I'm today? feeling a little guilty today. So, um, I got to take you back to Saturday night. Driving on the 60. I'm still feeling guilty. I'm, there's no BS. I'm still I'm feeling guilty about this. Okay. And I've been like watching the news, and I'll tell you why. You'll understand this. I'm on the 60. I'm headed back to Apache Junction, the other Valley of the Dirt people out there. <laughs> That's a good shout out. Way out there. <laughs> and uh, you've got to have some sort of Valley of the Dirt people on this. In yeah, this you would think we're we're out there, <laughs> right? And I see a pickup truck in front of me, and it keeps swerving over onto the the shoulder. And then I thought it was pulling over, you know, the first yeah. time. Yeah. It's a and pickup then it, truck. It comes back. Okay. And then it does it again. And then it goes into the left lane. And then it speeds up really fast. And then it slows way down. 
And I'm like, okay. Now, I'm following them. And I'm like, at first I go, okay, if someone, like, sometimes they go out of your lane, they're texting. That's my first thought. Mm -hmm. They're playing on their phone, and, you know, the car just drifts out of the lane. Mm -hmm. No. I get a little closer. We're not texting. This guy's drunk. How, How do you know he's drunk? Literally couldn't keep the car straight. The truck. It happens over and over and over. The I mean, it was just forth. back and oh. forth and jerking the car back and forth and, and speeding up, slowing down. So uh, it's like asking somebody who's drunk to walk in a straight line, and yeah. obviously they cannot do it. No, can't do it. Uh, and went, and on the 60, he went anywhere from probably 80-something all the way down to like 30 mile an hour. So it, oh, and I'm gosh. following him. Okay? Because I'm worried. At first, I was like, I don't want to try to pass this dude because he's using both lanes. Uh, and then I decided, I had a description, I had the license plate, I looked at the license plate number, okay, I got license plate, I got description of the truck, and I was like, I should I should call it in. I should I should call 911 right now uh-huh. and, and do this. Mm. And I didn't. I passed him, and I just stayed in front of him, and I was watching the rearview mirror the whole time. And I'm watching. And then he turned on my street, turned on the same exit I turned off of, and I'm, and I'm watching. And then I just saw the lights kind of just slowly disappear, and I didn't know if he turned, and the whole thing, I'm like, this guy's going to get in an accident, and it's going to be my fault. He's going to run into an innocent person. He's going to cross the center line and hit somebody else. It's going to be my fault. And I, I'm i not kidding you. I'm, like, watching the news. I'm refreshing the Twitter. I'm looking at local news, see if, you know, there was an accident. And, and I felt guilty ever since because I don't think I did. I think I should have called it in. Yeah. I don't think I did the right thing. Why did you not call? Was it late at night? Was it well, like, was what's the reasoning? Was eleven eleven thirty p.m. at night? See, I've called on drunk drivers. I have too. I, I don't. I know. have too. But I, I. What was the? What did? What? I don't know. Yeah, call? I don't know. That's not like you. I know it isn't, yeah. and I feel stupid. And I again, I feel guilty. Is it the timing of when he pulled off the road? Because he, and he's not on the highway. I was anymore. only following him for probably four miles before he pulled off. Yeah, right behind me, and I was like, okay, well, maybe you know, I don't know. Because maybe he was tired. That's just as no. bad as being drunk. In the past, this was, when, this was not. Tired. In the past, when you've called, I have you, called. Okay, so what has nine one one said when you called? Well, uh, I, and by the way, I, I. You know, not only since I've done ride-alongs, got a lot of cop friends. I mean, I was already uh, 60 eastbound. We're at Crisman. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I have everything where I, I know where I'm going. You know, you, I you had in your head already, already had the call in my head. I know exactly where we're at. Uh, in the past, when you've called, they said, "Okay, um, hold on, the, hold on the phone," and they'll they'll say, um, "Okay, you know, there's an officer." Two miles away or whatever. I had one. I was on I ten once, and uh, and they said, well, "Give me a description of your vehicle." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm in a uh, you know a white pickup truck, like this that, and the other." And they said, "Okay, the officer sees you. Oh. You can you can back away." Oh wow, very nice. And, and sure enough, like you know, a DPS guy came up and got behind the car and followed him for not long. And the guy was weaving and doing all this and then lit him up and pulled him over. And I said, do you need me to pull over and be a witness? They go, and the officer says he has all he needs. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the trooper says he doesn't need your help. I, I don't know if you're going to give us a reason why you didn't call I because there might not be a reason. You just, didn't, I just feel, yeah, I feel no, I get stupid it. that I didn't. Yeah, no, it. no, no, I, I get it. I, I feel like a bad citizen. I feel like I, I failed well, my community because we had out there on the sixty. At uh, Mountain View, we had a, a wrong-way driver, drunk driver fatality where a woman was killed about a month ago out there. Right, That's right out where I live. Okay, you feel and like... And I was like, 
You feel you just said it. You feel like you failed the community. Yeah. Let's turn this thing around then. We can use this right now to say, hey, if you're out there on the road, we don't have enough police out there. No. If you're out there on the road and you suspect somebody of drinking and driving, call the cops. Yeah. Make it a point to call the police. And maybe you not doing it is gonna now make someone out there hear this story and say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call the police. I remember Bruce's story. He felt terrible that he didn't do it. I'm gonna make sure this that is I like do it. Three days later, I'm still yeah. I'm literally guilty. So about let's turn this. it around. Let's make it something that that is a positive. You know, hopefully no one was hurt, right? But now now it's just yeah. a reminder. It's a reminder for everybody. If you do see somebody on the road, we have way too many drunk drivers. Uh, they've killed friends of ours, Becky Lynn innocent, and, and Bruce. People. We all know this. Innocent people. It, there's no doubt. We've got people driving the wrong way. Um, so I, I think 100% of the time, let's just make a pact. Okay. Call, call, call the cops. I'm on it. Call the cops. That's what we should do. So we can turn this I would into do something it, I would do it differently. I would do it differently. Yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. All right. Let's call, the, off co- my, let's, off my chest let's call the cops on these people every yeah. time. Let's do yeah, that. Yeah. I have no sympathy for drunk drivers. No. Of course no, not. No, 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 no. None at all. And, and when they get into accidents and, and hurt and kill themselves, I'm like, mm, kind of brought that on yourself. Yeah. You don't have to get behind it's the wheel. It's the innocent people that I, I, I oh. feel sorry for. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kind of on a, uh, my own jihad about that, but I failed. Saturday by not calling. Um, are you teaching your kids about food neutrality? <laughs> Better question. What? Do you have any idea what the hell food neutrality is? Uh, it's outspoken with uh, Bruce and Gatos. We're digging into it next on KTAR. Outspoken. Bruce and Gatos. KTAR News. Hey, welcome. Oh, there we are. Welcome back, everybody. We're glad to have you with us today. We really appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us. Uh, you know, you can always text the show. And by the show, I mean me. Uh, Four one nine two three, because I get the texts, uh, not Gatos. But uh, why I, would you? Why would I want to look at someone besmirching me? Why okay. would I want to? Why would I want to do that again? All, I have no interest in that. All I ask. Well, people do. They contribute the interesting things, and there's things we use. Then from you there. can look at it, and I do. Uh, <laughs> again, all I ask is that you do spell the uh, profanity correctly, because okay. I will not take your comments seriously. If you can't even spell the bad words. <laughs> so um, are you teaching your children, your little kids, about food neutrality? <laughs> and the better question might be, <laughs> what is food neutrality? Gatos, yeah. help me understand food ne- is it's food neutrality. All, all, all food is equal. So, what, uh, so this is th- there's there's a story that we've been following okay. and it's and it's kind of interesting. All right. We've got an angry mom. OK. Uh, who's not happy with her three year old daughter's teacher. Really? Yes. So the daughter, uh, the little girl has uh, like a, a lunchbox with food in it. Right. Got she's it. bringing the food and she's got a sandwich and cucumbers and a cookie and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Right? As one would. Exactly. Well, the three year old went home and told mom. Uh, my teacher told me to eat the good foods before I eat the bad foods. <laughs> okay. In so, other words, neutrality. <laughs> you gotta eat. You gotta eat the veggies, right? And the sandwich before you have your cookie. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. And so this this meant the toddler had to eat her sandwich and then the cucumbers. There's and, an order, and then the cookie. But mom, Caroline, yep. that's her name, explained it. Go, it goes against what she tries to teach her little girl, which about is food neutrality. You can eat your food in any order you want. I am 
So against that. There is no way. <laughs> Morally this opposed kid, to food neutrality. This kid is going to grow up oh. and, and to be like one of the worst human beings in the world. This kid's going to be tough to deal with, I if can tell you that. If she is eating that Oreo the cookie, cookie let me just tell you, yeah. selfish and undisciplined. That's the three-year-old. Mm. Haven't you heard that old saying about life is short, eat desserts first? Eat dessert first. You know, you say that, and um, uh, people who knew my dad, Jose... His name's Joe. We call him Jose. Okay. Uh, people knew my dad. My dad would eat dessert first <laughs> all the time. And he used to say, you know, at, at, at my age, I'd hate to think I missed out on dessert. <laughs> you know, he goes, I'll finish with salad if I get any room left, uh, you know. But, but I, I mean, y- yeah, I guess I, I, have, I did not grow up with food neutrality. There was an order in which you ate things. I think, Although I got to tell I you, I'm a was. little excited about food neutrality. <laughs> no. I'm like, can, as an adult, I can't have food neutrality? Uh, I think you can as an adult. Okay. But, but I, think, I think the reason we were all taught as kids that you've got you've to eat the green crap first, right? Mm-hmm. It's discipline. You can't just have what you want. I'm teaching you this as a kid. Really? Yeah. You need to eat that piece of meat that you don't like very much. And then there are these Brussels sprouts. That's <sighs> awful. But you need to eat that. And then this is that's the good stuff for you. And then we can eat the bad foods because it's your reward for eating the good foods. But yet you this were makes thinking, perfect sense. You were thinking of the stuff you had to eat first as the bad foods to right. get to the good Correct. foods. So that's right? what mom's saying. That you you start with the idea now, you've already set up that there's good food and bad food. It's, right. it's like when someone And then the com- bad food you're not gonna want. But it's like someone comes to you and says, You want the good news, you want the bad news first. Oh. You always gotta go with the good news first, right? I guess. Just like the or is it the bad news? No, you gotta go with the bad news first. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you don't yeah. even know. No, no, I got it mixed up. So you go with the bad news first. You gotta get the bad stuff out of the way and then enjoy the good. That's I gotta eat that that piece of chicken with the broccoli okay that's bad no it's not that's good now i get to eat you know the dessert and the honey good news or bad news first we go and get us bad news so you say we'll have such great memories of you (laughs) by the way you know what we used to do and i and my kids loved it but every sunday night sunday night we had for dinner every sunday night please tell me pancakes please tell me pancakes oh no dairy queen (gasps) oh that was dinner the blizzard becky yes the blizzard yes where was I missing uh, out? Was I this in Tennessee? No, it was here. Come off of it. I didn't have kids in Tennessee. I had good grief. You've somebody, known me longer than that. Somebody go get us a blizzard. <laughs> I'm food neutrality. Oh. I'll eat the blizzard first. Hey, we're covering the cover-up of Preston Lord's murder, and it apparently began just minutes after the attack. The new details out today. We're sharing them with you next right here on KTAR.